Changing Lanes, the official podcast of BMW. Welcome to this episode of Changing Lanes, the official podcast of BMW. My name is Sarah. And my name is Jonathan. And today on the podcast, <laughs> we've got something a little mystifying for you guys. It's a strange German word that actually when you see it written out, it looks so much more mystical, especially when it's wrapped around a newly designed BMW that is just about to hit the market. Okay, Jonathan, and what is this strange German word? The strange German word of the day is Erlkönige. Uh-huh. Um, maybe, could, could you say it again? Most definitely. The strange German word is Erlkönige. Let me try and say it. Erlkönige. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what does it mean? Okay, so let's demystify this. Yes, this term comes from actually a poem of the same name by the famous Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. And the title of the poem is Der Erlkönig. And it's sometimes translated to the Earl King. Okay, uh, and how does this relate to the newly designed BMW? Exactly. So way back when, in the 1950s, there were two journalists, Heinz Ulrich Wieselmann, that's a mouthful, and Werner Oswald. So these journalists published these pictures in a special column which they named Erlkönige. So you're wondering why Erlkönige? Well, they took the poem that I mentioned earlier from Goethe and changed the first line. So the original version of the line is who rides so late through night and wind, but they changed it to who drives there so fast through rain and wind. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the name Erlkönige and how it came to be for a camouflaged prototype in Germany. Okay, so camouflaged prototypes in Germany driving through rain and wind. Makes sense, makes sense. We do have a lot of rain and wind in Germany. <laughs> Most definitely. Totally. Well, <laughs> What's interesting is that ever since then, manufacturers have worked hard to camouflage their prototypes to confuse both journalists and competitors, because um, obviously they want to make it as hard as possible for them to get any early information about um, new designs and technology uh, when uh, pictures are taken on the street. So what they did in order to hide the external form of their vehicles, the automotive industry adopted the famous black and white camouflage that's actually rooted in the camouflage of the World War I ships. Jonathan, we all know you're a history buff, so do you want to explain further from there? <laughs> Most definitely. It would be my pleasure. And I just absolutely love this because whenever I see a car with this dazzle pattern on it, I've always wondered way back when, like, how did this come to be? And now we're actually talking about it. So this stems way back when to the origin of this quote-unquote dazzle pattern that gives you a headache when you look at it for too long. It goes way back to the year 1918, when a British artist named Norman Wilkinson was serving in the Royal Navy, and he had an idea on how to disguise the warships to protect himself and, of course, his comrades from enemy projectiles. Now, it wasn't possible to completely hide a ship from enemy submarines. I mean, you need a Harry Potter cloak, invisibility cloak to do that. But Wilkinson was able to create a different way to confuse the perception of a ship's size, sort of 
make the submarines go, huh, what is this exactly? Changing the ship's size, the speed, and also the travel direction. This is groundbreaking for 1918. So he called this method dazzle camouflage. And approximately 4,000 dazzle ships were commissioned, and they were used until the end of World War I. It's a huge achievement, which earned Wilkinson both fame and honor. Well, obviously, um, nowadays, things are very different. I mean, <laughs> it seems like almost everybody has a smartphone with a super fancy high-definition camera. And, of course, that makes it a lot easier um, than even just a few years ago for people to photograph these so-called development mules, these po prototypes that are on the roads. And so that's forcing manufacturers um, to have to think up ever more creative uh, ways to camouflage their cars. They use car wraps and all sorts of uh, methods just to prevent people from really getting a look at uh, their new models. And obviously they wanna keep their competitors from seeing the prototypes uh, before they're released as well. Exactly. Now, I think we have a good understanding of this dazzle look and feel of Erlkönig. And we've got a cool sort of camouflage that we understand, but maybe the podcast listeners are wondering why this cover-up of a new car model is actually so important. Want right. to take it away, Sarah? Yes. So um, every car manufacturer, um, including BMW, has to test upcoming models, right? So to do that, um, they have to take the pre-production cars out on the road for a spin. And the trouble is this can be a bit tricky because the automakers obviously don't want to give away the looks of the upcoming car until they can show them off at an auto show or some similar event. So that's why all automakers camouflage their vehicles with this dazzle effect. And the idea is that the swirl patterns, they just throw your eyes off the body line. So you basically can't make anything out or even get a hint as to what it might actually look like. Exactly. I mean, whenever I look at it, it looks like black and white swirl, like you're being you're being hypnotized. You can't really see what it is. And there's all these different ways of that they use this dazzle pattern of camouflage with black and white. Now, this camouflage, it's it's all well and good. And most of the time, you know, people with smartphones or professional photographers that are out on the street, they can capture something and they can make out certain aspects of the car, even with this dazzle pattern, which, of course, will be posted all over Insta and Facebook, and it might actually ruin the automaker's surprise for the big premiere at the huge car shows. Now, I can only imagine that this gets crazily annoying and sometimes makes the automakers, you know, release the production car earlier than anticipated, which, you know, throws off the entire marketing plan and everything. So, BMW did something pretty cool, and they decided to do things a little bit differently for very early production cars. Yes. Now, this uh, totally goes above and beyond. So for cars that BMW really doesn't want to be seen, the engineers take a slightly different approach. What they do is they cover the car, the new car, in fake body panels. This is crazy when I first saw this happening. So this is how they do it. 
So first, they used 3D imaging to design the body panels um, that look totally different from the actual car, right? And then they mounted these body panels, these 3D image body panels right onto the current body panels. And you can either drill them in or glue them into place, really changing the look and feel of the car that's underneath that's being tested on the roads. Yeah, and that makes it basically impossible, uh, or at least almost impossible, to tell if it's even a BMW at all with all those fake body panels. I think it's really fascinating how they even cover most of the interior with fake panels or even the dashboard and door panels, um, which then they make out of foam. So the only thing that gives it away that it is or could be a BMW is the BMW shift knob. Pretty cool, right? And I mean, like you were saying, you don't even know that it's a BMW. You can't even put your finger on which car manufacturer it is. The only thing that I can sort of think of what that car looks like is the Batmobile from a Batman movie. A very unique shape that no one is used to seeing on the roads. Yep. And with the extra fake panels and the Erl Koenige design, you (laughs) don't know what it is. And that's precisely the point to make it unrecognizable. So if you ever see a car on the streets of Munich, which is the heart of BMW, with this black and white dazzled camouflage design and built out extra side panels, now you know that that is a prototype that will soon be premiering in a car show very, very soon. Hopefully not any sooner than that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that brings us to the end of this week's episode of Changing Lanes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe to our podcast for future episodes. And to dive deeper into all things camouflage, do head on over to BMW.com and search for camouflage to learn more about how they dazzle and shapeshift on the streets. (laughs) I'm Jonathan. And I'm Sarah. And this has been Changing Lanes. We'll see you next time. 